0: On this episode, we've got Jeff Galloway in. He's a big time hunter, and from Remington Arms, you're going to want to hear the big news. Jump right in now. Hey, I'm KJ, dedicated lifelong hunter here. If you've got an interest in all things hunting, you're in the right spot. Whether chasing quail across the plains of Oklahoma or in pursuit of elk in the backcountry of British Columbia, you'll always find me on the hunt. This episode is brought to you by Timney Triggers. Ruger, and Range Ready Studios. All right, welcome in Gun Talk Hunters. I'm your host KJ and we are back with another exciting episode. Today in studio we've got Mr. Jeff Galloway of Rim Arms. Rim How's Arms. it going? Rim Arms? Rim Arms owns Rim. Remington
1: Firearms now.
0: There you go. Rim Arms. I mean that's a good, that's a, that's a good name. That's a good way to transition it. I'm sipping on a an energy drink so if this goes faster and you got your energy drink yes, no, that's more like sleepy <laughs> sleepy time like go to bed like nightcap drink <laughs> but it's not night time so i'm i'm drinking a triple shot <laughs> but zero sugar i just want to throw that out there if you guys are looking at how healthy i'm trying to be which i'm not trying to be very healthy you look like you're in shape so it helps when you easy. got a daughter running around oh really how yes, old sir. About to be a one year old. Oh my gosh! Already walking around and crawling Already around. Walking around, crawling around like crazy. Jeez, I feel so. sorry for you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and the, the only reason I feel sorry for you is just because it's like, because I remember those when when my two boys were one year old. Not even one year old. Like I don't think they were doing anything. They're just keeping us up at night. Right. That's. I mean, that's all that they did. Well, thankfully, she sleeps during the night. So that
1: helps, man. Dude, to be bragging. honest with you, you know, that sleep is important, and it I, is. I got another one on the way at the end of September, and Are that's you one serious? thing I'm worried about. Wait, having that
0: sleep September. Sure. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but I, you haven't heard the story. So my wife and I planned our kids, planned our kids, around two things: hunting seasons and shot show. That literally legit, like how we plan, like we were like, hey, we've got a window, this is our window, and that's it. Like other than that, like we're playing with fire. So one boy was born in August, nothing going on in August. You got the Grand American. Well, that's for you. (laughs) Like that's that's for you. But then uh, my other one was born in March. Again, nothing going on. Right time for spring break. So exactly, see, see. So when was your first one? My born? first one
1: was Memorial Day. So I mean that's a good time. Oh, that is a grilling, good time. Good time yeah. to hang out. So perfect time. But September well, on kind of wait a little bit.
0: on Memorial Day? What, or what, what day is Memorial Day? I have no idea. Like 27th. I don't even. Oh, so, see I didn't even know that.
1: No, that's perfect. I, so, I don't know when Memorial Day oh. is. <laughs> oh, okay. Well and then, then even it's change or the same day.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I don't I don't care. It's time to drink a beer and grill out, and that's all I know. That's right. As long as it's not the blue can. <laughs> but I'm not saying names. I'm not calling names. I'm just color of cans. Uh, so, anyway, we didn't get on the. So, oh, I was, yeah. So, Rim Arms, give us a little background on Rim Arms.
1: So, Rim Arms uh, purchased Remington Firearms when uh, Remington went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remington was split up. Uh, we had uh, many companies at the time underneath the Remington Outdoor Company flagship. You had Remington, Remington ammunition. You had Bushmaster, DPMS, H&R, yeah. Marlin Firearms, a lot of iconic brands. Um, you know that 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 company is now gone. It's all split up amongst right. different ownerships. Uh, our group Rem Arms came in and purchased just Remington Firearms. So you know we just want to focus in on just the firearm side of it. Yeah, and uh, that's essentially what Rem Arms came in and did.
0: Good. I mean, we all need and i know th- this is this is the whole ford chevy dodge like there are certain iconic brands within within the firearms industry that need to be a part of the firearms industry Agreed. right yes remington is one of those remington is super high on the list like that we need remington in the firearms we do. if you don't if you don't have a model 700 in your safe i'm sorry which i would i would venture to say i would say maybe what, what would you say? 60% of people out there, if they're hunters and shooters, probably have a Remington 700.
1: I could agree with that. I mean, you're talking about millions of 700s out there.
0: Yeah. Millions. Millions Millions of 700s or 700 actions. Mm -hmm. Because I've got, I think I've got four Remington 700 actions alone. And that's a good point. And that's not even counting the actions. Right. So I'm just saying they're good. We've been shooting them this week um this week which is a little further back than when you're going to hear this but we've been shooting them on the range and yesterday so you sent me and thank you for sending ammo most people don't send us ammo but you sent two boxes for each caliber we were shooting a 308 we were shooting a 6.5 Creedmoor and 243 I almost ran out of ammunition because I was having so much fun shooting them because they were shooters. Because we had the Model 700 uh, tactical, the police mm-hmm. model. We had a 700, what is that, a, a CDL? Yes, sir. And then we had the Alpha 1, which, oh, oh, that's a sweet gun.
1: And that's a good spread <laughs> as far as what we offer, mm-hmm. you know, in the 700 lineup. So, I mean, you're getting everything from that iconic CDL model yep. up to, you know, the newer models on the Alpha 1.
0: Yeah, and that the Alpha 1 is a beautiful— all of them are Remington actions, like and, and that's really what, what you gravitate towards, but you guys have expanded greatly in, like, now we're offering 5R mm-hmm. rifling throughout the entire line, right? Correct,
1: yes. 5R rifling across the entire board.
0: Dude. Everything
1: CNC'd, 100% CNC'd. We scope every rifle.
0: What does that do for your like production times, and what does that do for, like, your tolerances? Are you finding better tolerances when you're starting to oh, do all that?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you do something like that, um, you know, we, let's take the, the action, mm-hmm. for example. You go in there, and you you pretty much see and see that action. We've got it down to about a thousandth of an inch tolerance now. Really? The action is essentially blueprinted coming out of the factory. Jeez. Now. So you take other factors in there, like the bolt assembly, you Mm -hmm. take those recoil lugs and you take a surface grind to it and pretty much, you know, make it parallel. Yeah. You make a more consistent chamber, more consistent firearm. It's going to be a more accurate firearm, more consistent. It's a better firearm.
0: Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing that across handguns. I mean, we're seeing that 1911s. all the high powers that are all the high powers that are coming out right now that are just as good as they were back in now that we're back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I know uh, who was doing uh, this, all the snake guns that are coming out, uh, the Colt reissuing them. They're just as good. And I think it's a lot of the manufacturing processes that you guys are able to get out of your machinery.
1: Correct. And you can almost, you know, be a devil's advocate and say it's even better than what they offered yeah. back in the 60s you, or '70s. So when you can make that separation as far as that older product mm-hmm. to you know what people thought even before that to what we have now, it's yeah. a big jump.
0: It's ridiculous what you guys are able to do. So, Jeff, we didn't even get into you. We we know you have a kid, um, and another one on the way. Oh God, help you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I like it just, I, it's I a keep, good it is a great problem. It is a great problem. It's a phenomenal problem to have. Um, uh, probably the best problem you can make. 100%. But man, I, I still remember the sleepless nights. That's why I, like, we almost just had one. We almost just had one. Cause I was, <laughs> I remember 10 months of every other hour and I got nothing to offer. So my wife is just exhausted. I can be up for moral support. Hey, you're doing great. <sighs> And then I sleep. Um, but man, I just remember those nights and it was awful. Thankfully, our first one, 10 months into it, was born during the Olympics when Michael Phelps b- broke all those records. Right. And so we got to watch the Olympics in the middle of the night in like live. Like we didn't have to watch reruns. Like we were watching it all live because we were the up best all night.
1: Way to make that situation, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, why all we, all you? Know, you're already up. Yeah. Might as well do something. Heck yeah. I became quite the gamer. Let <laughs> me just say that. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What, you know, you're, you're a, I hear you're a wing shooter.
1: Yep. Uh, a lot of my history uh, and background comes from uh, trap shooting mm-hmm. and, and hunting out there and either waterfowl or upland game. And I tell you, man, there's something about there that, that gets me up yeah. in the morning, you know, just be able to go out there and, and. You know, just see the dogs work. To be honest with yeah. you, I mean, for me, going out there and quail hunting—that's that's the utmost. That's the best thing that I can do.
0: Man, I should have brought my dog in today. Like you would have loved to have what seen. Kind of dog him. you got? He's useless. He's Usel- a, he, he's a GSP. He's a monster. <laughs> like he is huge. He's probably he's probably pushing seventy eight pounds of like boy. and really tall. Like he is. He's a specimen, flat out pure muscle. He's a moron. But I trained him for sheds because I'm a big game hunter. And like that's my waterfowl season and everything. It starts after my big game season ends. So you know those last doe days, I've got maybe a month chasing waterfowl. Maybe right. you know. So that that like I love the social aspect of waterfowl hunting. Me like too. you know when you get out there and you like like you say watching a dog work is absolutely unbelievable, and especially watching a good one when right. they make those long retrieves or those a uh, long blind. Oh my gosh, it's absolutely phenomenal watching them run, run along the shallows and jumping in, and oh my and gosh, that unbelievable!
1: And just that whole package, yeah. is, is what it's about to me. Yeah,
0: you know, so I'm my calling's shit, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, I can't call
1: either. I just be quiet.
0: But and but you go with people who know how to call. Yes, you know, and and you pick up stuff, and and my calling's not awful but it's like, I just don't do it enough, you know, all practice. Yeah. It takes a lot of practice. So I've got about, you know, a 30, 35 minute commute every day. So that time for me is dedicated to elk calling. Like, and so I'll sit there and I'll just elk call like all the way to the office and all the way back home. And, and, you know, I'm listening to great callers. Like that's how I try to emulate like uh, a really good buddy in Colorado like, just hearing his calling when I was hunting with him last time was absolutely unbelievable. Great caller. Um, he Hank, if you're listening, I think you're an amazing <laughs> caller. I'll just call you out on it. Um, but like like Corey Jacobson and some of those guys, like I and you probably know waterfowl guys that you're you listen to and you're like, oh my gosh, like their comebacks are just unbelievable. They're cuttings incredible. Um, but that's how I listen to. It. Like I'll listen to a call sequence. You know over the stereo and then i'll try to emulate it right that's at least my practice for that's 35 right minutes to do it
1: because i mean you have to do that repetition yeah Just like you know you're shooting i mean you can't expect to be a good shooter if you only go out once in a while yeah i need to get out to the range you need to do a little bit of practice for mm-hmm. you sighting your rifle you know
0: oh shoot whatever. sighting in and it, it's funny you say all this stuff and it's like oh yeah that's a good topic um we're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of this break RugerRuger.com is your place to find your Ruger Hawkeye. Uh, this is a great gun. They offer a lot of different variations in it. And what I enjoy about the Ruger Hawkeye is it is a standard. It's accurate and reliable every shot. Um, I love. I like, kind of like the hardwood versions of this one, but they offer a little bit of variety for everyone. So if you're heading out in the field, I'm just going to say it, they make great blind guns. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're sitting in a blind and you have a rest and you're you're well set up, they've got a Hawkeye to benefit you. So check more out at Ruger.com. And Range Ready Studios. Okay, so I'm sitting in class this week in a Range Ready class, and this is training. This isn't a, I would say, a class per se. This isn't like your CCW class qualification class this isn't like that this is learning how to shoot the gun how to control your trigger which is awesome uh, because it helps you overall become a better shooter and if you are a hunter out there how about enrolling in a pistol class or a carbine course Um, this this all helps it all helps whether you choose range ready or not just find valuable training out there at rangereadystudios.com And Timney Triggers. Hey, we're talking Timney Triggers here in just a sec. Big news involving Remington Arms and Timney Triggers. You're going to want to hear this, but they offer Tika Triggers, and they are drop-in triggers. So you're sitting at your kitchen table, and you're thinking, man, if this trigger was just a little bit more crisp, I could break that shot cleanly. Well, Timney definitely has you covered, especially if you're a Tika lover or Heck, Remington Arms, they offer a ton of different Remington 700 triggers. So you just drop them in, set the set screws, and you're good to go. TimneyTriggers.com. All right, we're back with Jeff Galloway of Rim Arms, and we're talking about like kind of practicing and, and when to sight and sighting in your rifle and all that stuff. Most guys go out right before season. The ranges are starting to get hot and heavy, and they go out sighting their gun five or six rounds. Oh, that's good enough. And go out to the woods, man. I'm shooting that gun all year round. <laughs> I do. It's just it would be just like wing shooting if That's you right. just went out, you know, right before and shot a broke a couple of birds. You go, okay, I'm going to go 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 to a match. It just doesn't work that way.
1: It does not. No, like, you, I mean a blind squirrel can find an acorn, right? Well, but I don't know many you're not going to be consistent good
0: shooters. You're not going to be consistent. You don't see Kim Rohde going out there and no. just going. I think I'm going to wing it today. Like I mean. <laughs> By now, she's probably like the muscle memory has just taken over and she's just a cyclops. Like she's <laughs> just a machine or Derek mine, all those great shooters that you see. Um But wing shooting, man, I'd, I'd be if I was a diehard just like you, man, I'd be on that trap field twice a month at least
1: yeah, you at least got to get up there a few times every month.
0: Yeah. So, do you question. belong to a club, or are I you do. Yeah, really?
1: So it's very inexpensive for me. I think I pay about maybe 150 bucks a year. Really? Yeah, only 30 minutes away from the house. Oh so gosh. I mean. That's a no-brainer. I mean, you can spend a lot more on a country club monthly than that oh, price. Easy.
0: Weekly? Yeah. yeah. The the alcohol alone at a country club so, will cost you more than that. At
1: my club, I can shoot up to about 200 yards center fire. I can mm. shoot skeet. I can go shoot trap. I can go even shoot some sporting clays off our wobble trap. No kidding. So, I mean, to be able to go out to a club like that where you've got all these type of amenities, even pistol yeah. shooting, pistol pits, rimfire, everything. You know, to be able to go through across the smorgasbord yeah. of different farms and get prepared for whatever type of application or hunting you're about to do yeah. is priceless, in my opinion, and have that, mm. that space to do it. I mean, not, no a, not a lot of people have that luxury. You may be about two and a half hours away from the closest gun club.
0: It's funny you say that because, you know, before before we were here in our new location at Range Ready, um, it was it was probably a 45-minute drive. It's a hour and 20 minute drive to get to long range so anything out to 900 I have to drive I was having to drive maybe an hour 15 hour and a half drive to get to that and then just to sight in my gun you know I'd, I'd have to go rent time at a range right and now that we're right here I hardly shoot at all no I'm just kidding I try to pull I try to pull a trigger every day every day we walk around the pond I'll take a little 22 with a canton on it I'll go around and I'll play, you know, little spots. I'll go, Oh, Chris will call out a, you know, Chris Serino, uh, our trainer out here, he'll call out a spot. Okay. Hit that. Okay. I'll, I'll hit it. And he'll walk, he'll, it's actually nice to walk around with someone who really knows how to shoot. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the calling. It's just like, you know, plugging, um, you know, a, what, pick your caller, whoever it is, right. Putting them in and in your ear and emulating that call and trying to, um, Find the inflection in that that call. i I've got a caller I've got a trainer right in my ear saying, "Okay, there's something weird on that shot. You need to break it again." Okay, all right. And then he says, oh, "Okay, here's what you're doing on your grip." Like that is greatly helpful. Um, that,
1: that, in my opinion, may be the most important thing if you're looking to take that next step to be the best shooter out there. Mm-hmm. You want to be the best.
0: It's going to take a good coach. Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to be the best. I just wanna be, you know, somewhat functional in, in either in front of people, in front of the camera, mm-hmm. in the pressure situations where a bull walks out and I'm breaking a clean shot, right. not going, Oh my gosh, my heart rate's up, it's it's hard, like I can't get over it, like and I break a, a nasty shot. Like mm-hmm. and that's the last thing I want is to is for you know, the best time I you know, break a good shot is only once on the range sighting in my rifle
1: and that's another like important point you just said there i mean for me like when i just shoot clay targets not that much of a big deal like if you miss or slightly hit it Mm -hmm. off target you know you slightly hit a deer off target or something like that i mean how does that really make you feel you didn't take a very good shot to
0: take down that deer with your (laughs) one shot it's going
1: off and you know hurting bad
0: yeah and and that's and I've had that happen before, and yeah. it's because I you know either I was ill prepared for the season or, you know, I just I got too excited maybe and, or
1: maybe and, even too <laughs> overconfident and your equipment yeah, hey I don't need to go sighted it in it's ready to go I sighted in twenty years ago hey how We're often
0: go. how often do guys upgrade their shooting equipment rather than their skills hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sorry out there if you're listening <laughs> to this and you're like, oh, that hit hit close to home. I'm a gear guy. I, I'm a gear guy. Me too. Like there was a time when I was like, okay, all I need is X and I'll be better shooter. When I should have been saying like, wait, I need to go get a good coach. I need to, I need to spend more time on the range. I need to buy more ammo or more range time or spend money to go to a class. Exactly. I mean – that is when I really started to get better mm-hmm. as a shooter, and I'm sure you the same. And putting pre- putting pressure on the line when you're in that trap field and you're around with a bunch of buddies, how many bets are made? That's right. <laughs> and those are pressure situations. <laughs> exactly. You Makes know. you a
1: better shooter. Oh gosh, yeah.
0: Oh, tons better. I mean, you're. It's just like in golf. Like we we always used to. So I used to work at a golf course uh, in my high in my college years. And I was on the maintenance crew, you know, the guys that you hate to see on the course coming through with the the gang unit or, you know, mowing the rough or anything like that. I raked up, because this was a private course, so it was real tight. So I played free golf. I played free golf. I played at least two rounds every day, every day. And I sucked at golf. (laughs) And I got, you know, I started playing with pretty good people. So I started picking up stuff, and I started getting pretty good. Well, at the end of every – Every round we had the last hole. It was the last hole and we it was the beer hole. All right. So if you hey, if you win this hole, you have to however many strokes you win it by. And if you if we tie, we go to another hole. And then that carries over. Right. And so we sat there and I got really good at the beer hole, <laughs> which made <laughs> me get better. It made me get better. My whole game got better. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, okay, this is a pressure situation. I've got to make this shot. And I'd make shots,
1: and you don't even have to put a lot of money. You just put a quarter on it. Exactly, I mean, that's oh, all you need.
0: I am very competitive. So. <laughs> you put a quarter on it, <laughs> and like, okay, that's going to be my quarter. Like, I, I like that. Um, but two, I think, and maybe it's just a guy thing. And I've talked about this before. Like, it, it's all kinds of comes full circle. But as guys, we're like tuned into like machismo and like our ego, and we we were scared to try things like that. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you just want to don't want to show your tail. Like You're
1: that's right. just fact. Like, but, I mean that's a good point too. I mean you even think about like the history of firearms. I mean mm-hmm. like you know the development of accuracy. I oh. Mean, oh, They wanted to show off. I mean that's essentially how Remington got started. Really? Like, off a gun barrel. I mean, a Left Light thought he could make a better gun barrel than what was already out there, and he did.
0: No kidding. So see, I didn't know that. And you've been, you've been Jeff. You've been with Remington Remington Rim Arms. For 12 years, I've been with
1: Remington as a whole, five different companies,
0: for oh, yeah. about 11 years now. Good
1: gosh, so
0: now you've seen a lot
1: about yeah, a year now, more than a year. I have seen a lot,
0: no kidding. So, you know, all the history and everything like that.
1: I don't know all of it, but I do
0: well, a good chunk of it. I mean, you better know a lot about <laughs> it. I mean, you're, you're with the company, you That's better right. know a ton of it. <laughs> but okay, well, we've kind of been all over the map, but let's kind of dial in where. Rim arms is now and what's offered because i think i think everybody's like okay Rim and arms great company great guns how do how do you change how do you go where do you go to who do you partner with what are you guys up to now right
1: that's a good question i mean you know change is uh tough for anybody right i mean it's tough for me i mean you know you're sitting there in the office and you don't know if you're going to be there the next day okay oh, you're going to be working
0: with <laughs> I couldn't imagine. And then
1: it's like you're so passionate about a brand. You yeah. don't want to see it go away. And then, you know, you get to this point where you're at now, and you, you find ways, and it doesn't have to be right away. Right. But you find what works. I mean, you know what works. It's A lot of the stuff is already out there. It's been proven. Mm-hmm. Like Timmy Triggers. I mean, it's a yeah. no-brainer. Yeah. And then there's other little things like small processes that we're doing, improving the quality of the steel, you know, In yeah. the manufacturing process, all yeah. 100% CNC on the 700s. Yeah. Eliminate errors. I mean, yeah. it's equipment and technology that we have available to us today, so why would you not utilize
0: it? Right. Well, and, I mean, so many of our listeners out there and everything, they they hear Remington and they go, wait, they're still around. I mean, that's really what a lot of them probably would go. Like, I thought, wait, I know Remington Ammo is back in a big way, but they haven't heard much from Rim Arms. I mean, and now I think people are – I think people want to hear from them. Yes. You know, and this is a great way to do it. So you guys have a new partner. Who is it?
1: That's Timney Triggers.
0: So, okay. So you got to explain the whole partnership because that, those two, so Timney since 1946 making triggers for a wide variety of guns. Started out, you know, uh, war war heroes coming across, wanting to hunt with their original gun that they carried with them in the field. And so they wanted a better trigger. So Timney started going, yeah, we can do that. And then all of a sudden, now they grow, they make... Timmy triggers for everything. I mean, a wide variety of things.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you look at the history with Timmy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they still, you know, support that historical market. Right. You know, and that's that's the same thing with, with us. We don't want to just say, hey, we're not going to support you. That's right. crazy. You're talking oh, about yeah. millions and millions of rifles out there, shotguns too included. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when you bring back a company that is so iconic like we have, you've got a huge demand for those components, yeah. especially for existing users right now. However, as a startup company, you've only got so much you can work with. Right. So you have to focus in on what the new stuff is we have to offer. Right. There's
0: there's no question. Yeah. So, but it all kind of skims back to and what everybody but always knows is the Model Seven Hundred, the standard. So how how does this partnership work? Are they just making it for a line? Are they are they making it for a few guns? I mean, what are you guys including? Like, how are you guys including Timney in this?
1: So, Timmy, we first started working with them on our 700 Alpha-100. Mm-hmm. We wanted to bring the best components available to the market on our top of the line rifle, right. which is a 700 Alpha-1. We then moved it along to the 700 Police line. We we go through a lot more checks on that. Uh, we figured that that's a no-brainer there, too. When we got to that point. It's like, why don't we have this on every single 700? <laughs> right?
0: Hello. So, I mean, come on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get with the game. Like, why don't all these, these all need Timneys.
1: Exactly. So you take any type of concerns out, I mean, it's, it's, you're ready to go. I mean, you, the the consumer already knows it's what the consumer wants. And
0: so I spent, I spent the last, last two days shooting the police, the alpha one and a CDL and unbelievable the, the accuracy I'm getting out of those. And a lot of that comes to, it's the trigger break. Like, it's the consistency and repeatability. If you do not have that in a trigger, I'm sorry, it's trash. <laughs> like, it's just okay. trash. Like, it's just in shotgun, plinking guns. Like, your trigger has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Has to be. And I think what you guys are doing with Timney, I'll tell you, there's not many guns in my vault that don't have a Timney on them. And there's a reason. Like, all my Remington 700s, have a Timney on them. Mm -hmm. But now if a guy goes out and he's looking at purchasing a rim arms model 700, it's going to have a Timney in it. Exactly.
1: All, all of them, all of them, all of them. And what's a great thing about Timney, they're not just throwing away some of those old users from the 700s. They're even offering that same OEM trigger that you can purchase directly from them.
0: So, okay. So that's great. So even before the partnership, Guys that have the Remington 700s can go out and buy a Remington. It's an Impact 700 trigger, right? And it's a fixed, it's a fixed poundage, so fixed pull weight.
1: Yep, looking anywhere from that three to four pound weight, which is perfect. Yeah, it's Any perfect application. And
0: it's, I mean, it's a hunting trigger. Correct. I mean, it's that's what that's what it is. And then the elite hunter is on the police and the alpha one. Correct. And the only
1: really differences is just the, the shape of the trigger. You go from yeah. the straight one versus a little bit
0: of which kind of the police. So so I was shooting the the police, the model seven hundred police, and it's in three hundred eight. And that thing is dialed. Um, I, I think I have, out of two boxes of ammo, I think I have six left of ammo. <laughs> That's because I was like, they might want to film with this, so I better <laughs> hold on to a few. Um, but no, I got. I, I just got to shooting it. Cause, and there's something to learn, learn about a new gun and a, the way a gun, your hand falls and your finger falls on the trigger. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I love PRS. I love shooting long range. And so my grip on the gun on that police version, I found out that I had to increase like the pull of my hand on my, my four fingers or three fingers, and then cant my hand out to get that consistent trigger fall on my pad of my finger. And when you get that, the gun doesn't move because we're all trying to, we're all trying to do one thing. With that trigger, it was trigger finger. We're trying to get that straight pull back. And that's where I think a lot of guys mess up is because they're just like, they put their gun on, they don't think about it, pads on the trigger, pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of guys mess up. Um, And and I had to learn that trigger. And I think that same could be said for any... Straight trigger or anything like that. Oh, you yeah. gotta learn it.
1: And especially if you like take somebody from my background, I mean a shotgun <laughs> shooter. I'm used to just simply slapping that. Slap trigger. Like, it, slap <laughs> it, and let's go. But you know, you pistol shooters, rifle shooters, you got that. It's
0: yeah. it's a skill. And it, it is because especially when you're as well versed, because you you do other hunting as well. But man, there's slapping the trigger on a shotgun, there's straight press on a on a rifle, and then there's you know a different pull on a pistol. Mm-hmm. Like it's just different. It is. Um, but I'm glad to see consistency, uh, dependability and for the legacy guys, this the legacy Remington 700 model, 700 owners that impact 700 is easy to install. Like that's what Timney's all about. Oh yeah. Like a hundred percent. They've always been that way. And those are two, like you start looking back on brands within the industry and we go back to the, you know, Ford, Chevy Dodge, um, conversation about who needs to be involved in the industry Timmy's right up there with Remington and now they're together and that can be a little scary like if I'm a, another company out there and I'm looking at this going why didn't we do that <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I mean it you they got to be going huh why couldn't we have done that that's right <laughs> and Rim Arms is going we're back, baby. <laughs> We're back. That's right. And I love it. I mean, we've got to have Remington. It's just the way things are. Um, but, yeah. What else you got? Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. <laughs> Not, no, slow is slow. <laughs> slow <laughs> is flat out slow. So I had a guy tell me that once. He goes, he goes hey, smooth is slow and slow is whatever you just said. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking about it, and I'm like, why aren't you still slow? As smooth as you can get. As smooth as you can get. Still slow.
1: Now, do you take the uh, fast Eddie Nelson approach? <laughs>
0: fast and loose? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. Just like this energy drink that I'm drinking. <laughs> I mean, it's fast, yeah. off, off the cuff, and, and just dialed in.
1: You know, That's a big characteristic change, too. I mean, mm-hmm. if you know what type of character you are, I mean, you can actually be a better yeah. shooter and know what to control.
0: Man, See that to me is hard to dial in, especially like shotgun shooting. Mm-hmm. Shotgun because I get in too much of a hurry. That's I, my problem. Really, I, mean, I
1: get so excited right. now yeah. I'm like, wow, oh, let's get it done. You know? Let's <laughs> You end up missing five to start out and run the rest of them. It's and like, like,
0: wait. So what's what's your key? What what did you? Uh, Jeff Galloway was to give his best shooting advice for shooters like us that are that jump out of the gate and they miss some, and then all of a sudden they start hitting, and it gets more consistent what are you what hurdle are you jumping over to smooth it out well that practice
1: again going back to the practice you know you put that time in to be prepared so yep. if you already remind yourself that you're prepared just take it you know a deep breath and just get your one
0: shot in don't think don't think man don't think just drive that's it. That's it. It's the, it's the who is it, Ricky Bobby? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the Ricky Bobby approach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't think, just drive. A lot of truth to that. So. I got a cougar in the car. <laughs> but,
1: I mean, that's how shooting a shotgun should be. I mean, it should be like turning left or turning right. Yeah. You point and shoot. You know?
0: Yeah. So. Chris Serino, he describes that. And he, he says, well, how much thinking did you do on your drive over here? Were you physically, mentally telling your hand, to make a left turn, and your your hand just goes left? you tell your right hand to just turn right? He goes, no. It's like it's hardwired in that this is what I have to do. Just train your mind to do it. And right. it's, it's muscle memory. It it, you don't have to think.
1: And when you remind yourself you've already
0: got that muscle memory,
1: you're way ahead of a lot of other people.
0: Yeah, but sometimes it will get you in trouble because when you go into – this last year I was on it so I was on a deer hunt man this is running long but it's good stuff like I, I love talking with you um so I'm on a deer hunt and I knew this deer was in the area and I knew I shouldn't have shot him but man when you go into predator mode just like in the I mean in the upland game hunt like like when you're shooting pheasants man you know you you know looking for that redhead like you know like I'm not gonna shoot any hens mm-hmm. but man that deer walked out and it was just like, I right, I'm going to kill him. Like, and I just walked through the steps and I was like, boom, there it is. Boom. He was down within five seconds. And I was like, why'd you do that? Hey, why did you, you just shot a, a, a fantastic three and a half year old deer. Like fantastic, beautiful deer. It, it rivals either one of these two, but he was a three and a half year old deer. And I knew it because I saw pictures of him. My buddy did not shoot this deer. Showed me pictures of him. I go, yeah, that's a three-and-a-half-year-old deer. Sure enough, he walks out and I shoot him <laughs> like, on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day, after having a peanut butter and jelly and a slice of pecan pie in my truck, all alone on Thanksgiving. That's what happens. That like You get into a mode. You do. You get in a mode, and the, like, the trigger flips, and then all of a sudden you're like.
1: That's a good point there, too. Because, yeah. I mean, depending upon your application, I mean, it becomes that much more important. To yeah, realize what you're doing.
0: Yeah, wow. it's good stuff. All right, Jeff, man, I appreciate you coming appreciate on, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes, and hey, where where can they find out more about rim arms? Because this is this is a big deal. If you big are deal. it's if you are listening to this, this is a like a monumental like breakthrough in rim arms and Timney triggers. It cannot be underestimated. You got to go. You got to feel these triggers. You got to feel these guns because what I've been shooting. I am very impressed, and they're going to be hard-pressed to get these guns out of my grasp. I know i got to send them back, but I really don't want to. <laughs> I don't blame you there. <laughs> the best
1: place to get information right now is, of course, our website. Just mm-hmm. your basic proc specs and things like that, picture videos. Uh, a lot of the marketing stuff is coming right straight through YouTube. So okay. You go ahead and subscribe to Remington 1816. You're going to be already in connection yep. to all that information.
0: Yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, on Instagram too, right? Instagram, you get They Facebook, put out some cool sir. stuff. They, they really do put out some good stuff. Uh, go give them a look. Uh, but, yeah, guys, this is uh, um, Jeff Galloway, Rem Arms. Uh, I am KJ. And, hey, you know the drill. Keep those muzzles pointed in a safe direction and always be on the hunt.